How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Uh, this weekend marks the first time since 2019 New Zealand Super Rugby teams will head across the ditch to face their Aussie counterparts. And after two seasons of New Zealand Super Rugby teams uh, have been confined to Aotearoa, of course, we know that. Then the Chiefs will kick us off tonight uh, with a game against the Waratahs at uh, Amy Stadium in Perth. We're looking to capitalise on some momentum they established last week against the Moana Pacifica, but to be fair, it hasn't been a Chiefs-like season. There's uh, been a few little things go wrong, haven't there? Let's sort those out right here and now. Let's get into uh, Chiefs land and uh, no one better to talk to about than uh, Ian Jones, the Camo kid, uh, who's uh, one of our SENZ brothers, of course. Uh, morning, Camo. How are you? Yeah, good morning, uh, um, Smithy. Very good. Morning to all your listeners. Yeah, isn't it good? Trying um, to get some different rugby. Not desperate to play the Australians because I love the local derbies, but it's nice for a change up in the competition. It sure is, mate. Uh, hey, listen, before we get into Super Rugby tonight uh, in particular, uh, it's been an interesting week in women's rugby. I'm sure you've been keeping your eye on that. Uh, Wayne Smith, now uh, a bloke you know very well, his methods you know very well. Uh, I just uh, I, I, I look forward to his uh, efforts with this Blackburn squad now. Are you happy with the coaching mix? Oh, you're very happy. I mean, I was very happy with Glenn Moore. I mean, I know what um, what great things he had done and, and he had still a lot of time with Glenn Moore. And I loved uh, the comments from Portia Woodman and her glowing reference to Glenn Moore. So I don't think we should dismiss what he's done um, over the last little while either. And you know, He's excellent. Um, and once more, Wayne Smith, Graham Henry, um, put their hand up for New Zealand rugby, their wealth and knowledge they know They've got a mountain to climb, but they also know the timeline that they have to do it in, so they'll take it um, step by step, very process-driven. I think the girls will, you know, glean so much information um, off them. Um, and, and you know, look forward to the Rugby World Cup, but uh, this is a, another step. It's not a rebuild um, because, as I said, I don't know it wasn't a great tour, let's be honest with really, me, but, you know, COVID had a lot to do with that. Um, but let's not dismiss what Glenn Moore has done for um, women's rugby in this country as well. Yeah, I, I think that uh, shouldn't be forgotten either, and I, I hope uh, the people in the right places have acknowledged that uh, at the right time recently too. Uh, the other thing that of interest to me um, in Super Rugby that I've been watching, and uh, it's occurred on both sides of the Tasman, is the red cards, usually because of contact. Now, you're a big guy, uh, Kama, you're a tall guy, uh, you've carried the ball into tackles, you've had to make tackles on, on smaller individuals for most of your career as a player, uh, but it seems to be a bit of an issue now with shoulders and heads and that sort of thing. Uh, what, are we, what are we looking at? What is the problem here from your perspective for the big guys on the little guys? Well, I mean, I don't even think it's a problem. Smithy, rugby's a fluid game, it's a contact game, things happen, and red cards we've seen... Um, in, in recent weeks, I don't want to go all old school, and I'm not trying to dismiss the importance of safety here one little bit, but these are without malice, unintentional contact in the head. Um, it happens in a fluid moving game. To me, in my mind, and it may be too simplistic, um, but that's the way my mind works, red cards for me are for foul, intentional play. Um, a stomp on the head, a punch, a, a late shot, uh, a swinging arm. Things that are intentional can often, um, you know, they can pull out of or, or, or you know, you, you are premeditated 
Um, that's what red cars, in my mind, were designed to eliminate from rugby. Um, now we're getting occasions where, for whatever reason, and when we go into contact, um, the person with a lower body position wins the contact. I mean, it's just simple physics of, of what's happening in the rugby field, right? I mean, sometimes the ball carriers are going high, uh, the tacklers, for some reason, are maybe slightly lower. They'll win the contact. Um, for whatever reason, some movements and mitigating circumstances, a shoulder may come in contact with the upper part of the body, you know, shoulder, head. Terrible. Uh, and it looks terrible. But most occasions, if these guys are conditioned for it, um, no, no malice was intended. Uh, no harm has been done yet. We're getting these red cards, which you know um, has become a real big debate. So that's the way my mind thinks about it. Um, but yeah, that's not the referee's fault. Let's, let's put that out there. It's absolutely not the referee's fault. It's the laws at the moment, um, and yeah, they will be adjusted, no doubt, over time uh, with the, the, the referees uh, and everyone working through it. But uh, at the moment, this is what we have to live by, um, and that's what we have to um, adapt to. I think that's a big talking point to adaptability. Um, mm. talk point we'll talk about when we talk about the Chiefs taking on these Australian teams, adaptability. Okay, well, uh, we spoke to Tim Horan yesterday. We spoke to Mertz a little earlier in the week. Um, and uh, they both intimated they believed on the evidence they've seen on both sides of the Tasman that the gap might have closed a wee bit. Is that uh, between the two nations in terms of this level of rugby? Is that what you're seeing or not? Well, you'd hope so for the competition. We, you know, a predictable competition gets a really boring competition. So we want uh, to be, be a lot of competition between these two uh, two nations playing super rugby. Uh, that's what I talk about for the Chiefs, the adaptability. They'll have their mind a couple of years ago how the Australian teams played, and you can see it on the videotape how you think they're going to play. But until you're actually out there in the heat of the battle in the 80 minutes, and the opposition are coming to you with a game plan that you may not have expected or you may not have experienced in the past. That's when you have to adapt. And I think uh, it's only a very minor criticism, but you talked about the Chiefs' um, you know, season so far. And yes, they've had some great highlights. The way when in Christchurch was a brilliant highlight. But when teams have come at them, uh, the Blues and Crusaders and Hamilton with a different picture, they haven't adapted quite as much. I think that's um, what, what the Chiefs will need tomorrow night in Melbourne. Have a game plan in mind, and we know Clayton McMillan is brilliant at laying down a game plan that people, the players, understanding what they have to do. That's a real hallmark. Can we see that? But if the Borotars come at them from a different angle, throw more numbers at the breakdown, the Chiefs have to be able to respond quicker, in my opinion, um, to, to what they have done in their, their losses to date. Um, and adapt up in the field. But um, it's great that we're playing the first game. We can really set the benchmark. We can, you know, come at them full noise. We can bring speed. We can bring physicality. We can bring intensity. We can set uh, the tone for the, a great weekend ahead. I think it's a great opportunity for the Chiefs. Well, what you can't uh, do is uh, field a team that includes Brody Retallick, Anton Leonard Brown, Josh Juani, and now Brad Weber and Sean Stevenson. Uh, that is a serious amount of class uh, not available to Clayton McMillan at the moment. Yep, absolutely. But that's what the depth of squad and the size of squad is all about. I never stress too much, Smithy. I have to say, when um, and, you know these star players, they do make a difference. But when they're not available, you can't quibble too much about that. You got 15 Chiefs out in the paddock. They're picked to, to do the job, and now the guys 
sort of cast it in the job and people really step up. I mean, I was a little bit nervous. I have to admit, at the start of the season, our depth at nine, but this young kid, um, Cortez Ratama, has really impressed me. He's seamless, really, so brings something different to Brad Weber. So no, no question there. I know we've had some changes in the midfield, but, you know, from Tupai now out in the wing, but, boy, he's been brilliant um, at 12, uh, with Nankerville at 13. So, you know, we haven't really missed too much about Bennett Brown. He'll bring a lot to it in, in the latter stages if he can indeed play, which doesn't look likely. And, you know, the locking partnership of um, Josh Lord, who's been brilliant, um, and to Avey, he's been bringing something different on the Brader attack. So you, you play with the, the hand that you dealt, Smithy. Um, and I think those guys that have stood up in those jerseys have, have done done brilliantly. Well, Tipu Vai is an interesting one, um, Karma, because they've been mixing and mingling a wee bit with his positional play. Uh, where Do you see him basically as, as a, a future all-black lock specialist as such or or one of those uh, guys that can uh, drift from four or five to six? No, I don't see him drifting, to be honest with you. I don't see any players drifting uh, with any great success, maybe because of the mindset um, that you really have to hone in, either your role as a, as a tight lock or your role as a blindside flanker. I think Clayton McMillan had to kind of play him at six just in necessity at the start of the Super Rugby campaign. They've now got Luke Jacobson back in that sixth position, which is brilliant. Um, so the loose forward make-up would have to be the best the Chiefs could put out I think in 2022. So no, Tubu I think, has got the mindset and he's got his head around his position at lock, um, building up a great partnership with with Josh Lord or Brody Ritalik when he comes back. So that, in my mind, is where he should um, concentrate all his um, resources uh, or his energy uh, into that role. And that's why I assume he will stay both for the Chiefs campaign that they've got players back on deck and the loose forwards and for the All Black campaign. Peter Gus Sowakula, how good this season? Well, he's been brilliant. He's been absolutely brilliant until teams like the Blues um, double-teamed him um, and didn't allow him to get over the game line, and that's when we talked about adaptability once more. The, the Chiefs have to work out a way when one player, Peter Gus, say, can't get over the game line, that front foot ball, how they can adapt, like Luke Jacobson or someone needs to stand up and, and, and do that ball carry. So, yeah, he's been very good. Um, operating off a very solid scrum so that they can get that tight head side up. He can make some big metres um, running wide and running right of, of the, the, the the scrum. But if he can't do that, someone else has to do that. So he's now been, been loving his energy, uh, loving his physicality, clearly. Loves um, any player who plays a game with a smile on his face. And that's exactly what he's been doing so if he can continue to do that, and once more we get back to the God of Brent's physicality, this, this Waratah's side, they absolutely need to bring that intensity that this Waratah's side haven't seen this year. We talk about the difference uh, in style, and, and we're looking forward to playing the Australian side as well. We've got to make sure the Australian side don't look forward to playing us. We've got to make sure that we bring so much energy, so much excitement, so much intensity that they go, holy hecker. Uh, this thing going to be much fun for the next month and, and the Chiefs have a chance to establish that early and then really tighten the screws and, and, and put it to them. I'll just run through the fixtures and give us a, a, a quick uh, reason who you think is going to win and why, uh, if you like. Uh, so Waratah's Chiefs tonight, 9 o'clock, uh, kicks off a, a busy weekend. So 
Uh, how do you feel uh, uh, the, the Chiefs perhaps over the Waratahs or the gap closed big time? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I absolutely think the Chiefs over the Waratahs. I mean, one thing I've got to say about the Waratahs, how look at the Leafs Ford Trio. They've got uh, Michael Hooper back, so they've got to be really respected. I'm looking forward to seeing how the big Welshman, Jamie Roberts, goes into the centre. Um, I haven't watched a lot of him at Super Rugby, so that's pretty exciting. And they do score a lot of tries, Smithy, from uh, this rolling wall. Um, clearly, so the discipline, and the Chiefs are very disciplined side, but they're disciplined around that kind of 30, 40 metre line, so, and, and particularly on the channels, it's got to be spot on for the Chiefs. Don't give them the opportunity to kick into the corner um, and set up that rolling walls, but um, no, I absolutely go the Chiefs in that game. It's going to be great to see. Blues are setting the bar higher and higher each week, uh, that performance against the Crusaders. Uh, well, it's quite outstanding yeah. for uh, about 70 minutes last week. They're playing the Drua. This could be a little bit ugly. Well, it could be, but let, let's remember, and you know this in all sports, and you've seen this countless times in any tournaments you've been um, commentating on and seen yourself. When you come from such a high, uh, like the Blues did in Christchurch last week, you know, put so much energy into that week, so much intensity into the 80 minutes, it's actually bloody hard to replicate it the following week. I mean, history will tell you on countless occasions, in countless sports, uh, it's very hard to back that up. So this is a, a game, I don't expect the same intensity from from the, the Blues. Let's hope for the same accuracy, which would be great, which would be enough to get the win. Um, but I don't think it's going to raise to the heights of that Crusaders game. Uh, but I think they're going to be good enough just to cross the paddock to, to get the job done. Hurricanes Reds, coached by Brad Thorne, of course. Yeah, now this is, yeah, coached by Brad Thorne. And, and when this, in any player has an mentality like Brad Thorne, it's got to be well respected, doesn't it? Um, and, and I guess what the, the, the I'm going the Hurricanes because I will just clearly just go all New Zealand sides. It's a, a lay down the sea for me. But this is one that you'd have to uh, debate pretty, pretty strongly if you're betting with your heart rather than your, I mean, with your head rather than your heart. But I think hopefully what the, the Hurricanes can do is just speed of delivery. You know, the speed of TJ Perinard getting to the breakdown, that turnover ball, and just stressing and stretching the Reds' defensive line. I think that's going to be the key. So they'll play a lot of rugby, I think, the Hurricanes. Um, if they can play some rugby some real, with width and speed, they'll get the job done there. Highlanders, Brumbies, I think this is a, a real barometer game for me. Uh, the Highlanders, I think, uh, well, they're 1-7. Um, I think they're better than that. I think we all think that. But uh, the Brumbies have been there or thereabouts, as always, but at the top for a while here in, in Australia too. Yeah, look, we have to respect Australian rugby, don't we? We have to respect um, you know, the Brumbies for what they've done, um, how they perform, how they're coached, how they managed as well. And this, once more, is a game that's really going to stress our, our trans-Tasman friendships, isn't it? You know, the Reds are potentially good enough to get the job done against the Hurricanes or the Gold McCains and got to say the same for the Brumbies. Might sound fairly arrogant me sitting here going a you know, a straight win for for New Zealand sides, but that's just kinda of the way I am and that's the way I'm hoping. Um, and I'm not putting any money down on it, Smithy, which is another thing I'm just chatting to you on the radio. But um, the Highlanders will be absolutely under the pump in this game. The Brumbies um, would no doubt over there go into this game as favourites um, but they're not too far away the holders and we know in any game uh, last thing 
the durations. They're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't they? The Hollanders are a gutsy outfit. Yeah. Um, very well coached, clearly, um, prepared. So let's hope that they, they can get the job done, but boy, you, you wouldn't put your house on it. Right. Okay, Carmo, uh, fantastic chatting with you, mate. Uh, look forward to the Chiefs Waratahs uh, 9 o'clock tonight. Fantastic weekend of rugby coming up. Cheers for your thoughts. Yeah, thanks very much, Smithy, and congratulates Super Rugby. I know they wanted to do this early on in the, in, in the year. They couldn't. But what a great initiative, and let's hope uh, we can fight hard for next year in Auckland, anywhere, for, for the Super Round to be here in New Zealand. Good on you, mate. Uh, always great to catch up. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.